car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Hour number two of Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller. I'm Adrian Lizer. I'm set, uh, sitting in for Austin Horton today. Big thanks to Austin for letting me sit in. Big thanks to Jeff for letting me sit in. Um, we had a fun first hour talking new Subarus and uh, winterizing your car. We'll get into that a little bit later again as uh, we had a request to kind of go over some things you may want to put in your car uh, for the winter. But first, Jeff, let's uh, go back into the Subaru Share the Love event Thursday. It uh, launched Yep. and uh, as w- along with Subaru USA, but... Uh, Mark Miller Subaru, you guys play such a big role in this as well with new cars, and you've added some things this year, which I think are very cool. Uh, but the big thing is the two local nonprofits you are working yeah. with this year. Um, we'll start with the Malinois Foundation and uh, kind of go over what, um, how people can get involved with getting money to these foundations and also what that one starts uh that one works with and then we'll get into the sharing place yeah, so if you go to our website markmillersubaru.com you can go to either midtown or Southtown site and and click on the love love or the share the love stuff and it'll talk all about our two nonprofits. and you can click and learn more about each of those organizations malinois foundation sharing place and what you can do to help or mm-hmm. donate if you want to do it on the side too but if you do it during our event we donate for every new car sold at either store for the next six weeks until new year's uh, we'll donate $300 towards one of these nonprofits. So we're hoping to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for these local nonprofits. And also when we do oil changes, every oil cha- oil filter we sell, we'll do another $5. We'll donate to these as well. And then we also have the Return to Love, which we're going to give one lucky customer come March uh, three years of their payments back at $300 a month. So someone will, will get $10,000 back to them who bought it, buys a car. So it, well, the way it's going to work is you have to show up at the event. So... If you come back to the event in March, depending on how many people come back, we're probably going to sell about 400, 400 or 500 cars in the next six weeks. The question is, how many people come back? So if right. 150 people come back, you got a 1 in 150 chance of winning 10 grand. It's a pretty I, good deal. I would say that's pretty good. Probably worth showing up. Yes, so. uh, very worth showing up. And I, I love the fact that you added the oil filter, every oil filter sold, because uh, like you mentioned earlier, if you're not getting into a new car, um, that's a great way to give back as well. And you do any maker model, you can yep. come in and uh, get your oil changed. a chance to come by and do that. And then we have a couple of big fun things in the in the community that we do as part of this. So we do uh, for the third straight year, I want to say, that we've uh, Super Blue Cider. So we create I'm a big th- fan of that. Yep, through Mountain West Cider. We create uh, our own cider that's branded after our amb- Love Promise Ambassador Blue, the, the dog. How is Blue, by the way? Blue's doing great. Good, good. He's at the store every day and good. just doing great. Um, but Super Blue Cider, so it'll be, and a portion of every bottle sold is donated to the Love Promise Partners, to the Malinois Foundation Sharing Place. There's five restaurants you can find it at. So the five places, Red Rock will have it, We Olive, the Lizzie's Kitchen, Good Grammar, and Level Crossing. Any one of those restaurants has it. I'm a big fan of Level Crossing. So yeah, we're working, yeah. uh, I'm working with the Jazz right now as part of our partnership to try and get in the stadium. That would be cool. Yeah, we're working on that. We haven't quite figured it out yet, but I'm hoping to hear more on Monday on that one. Um, and then the other big thing we're doing as part of this, which if you get a chance, you need to come out to our Southtown location. Sometime between, obviously, Thursday and January 2nd, we have a memorial out there for, hope, for the Hometown Hero theme done by a, a place called Operation Hero. 
And they did this out um, on Memorial Day up in Ogden somewhere, I think the landing, but somewhere up there, they had this on display. They're a nonprofit organization. And what they've done is they have created a memorial to each of the fallen service members from Utah since 9-11. Wow. So there have been 278 service men and women that have lost their lives from the state of Utah since 9-11. And what they do is they have a display of a boot, a combat boot, representing every one of these service members that has a flag of the service they're in and a little bit about who they are and their story that you can come see. And it's going to be on display on our showroom floor at Southtown for the next six weeks. Very cool. So go down to the Southtown store, check that out. Um, Like Jeff mentioned, the theme kind of of the local share of love is hometown heroes. Yes, it's hometown heroes. And the idea is, I mean, it's hard to walk and see that display of all those boots yeah. and all the years and all the people who have given their lives for us and not get a little emotional. And, totally. And it, it was hard walking in the room when we did it on Thursday, but I'm excited. I haven't seen it on the showroom floor yet, but I'm, I'm excited to see people be able to come by and actually see the sacrifice that's been out there. Very cool. And uh, let, let's talk about um, the two foundations you are working with this year. Uh, locally, and uh, the first one is the Malinois Foundation, and uh, they do a great thing where they uh, try to provide service animals for uh, members of the military service members. Yep, it's for whether it's for PTSD, mobility support, special needs, anything they do, they they train these service animals, place them with with the veteran, and then work with the veteran so they can do the best thing for them. But so a lot of these people especially with PTSD and things mm-hmm. like that. We, we did this a couple of years ago for a soldier. I forget what her name was, but she wasn't able to leave her house Wow! because just of the trauma and everything she dealt with. And now with this service animal that goes with her everywhere, she's able to live a regular life and live it. And it literally saved her life. That's amazing. And that, that's what these animals can do. And it's really, really incredible. And just for us to be able to provide it, we're hoping to create three of them. So we're hoping to fund three animals for three veterans out of this program. And, I mean, that, it's not a cheap project for this nonprofit nope. that puts it through. But Kelly and her whole team, they do such a great time. Yeah, that's uh, – uh, it's, it's, it's hard to think, imagine someone not being able to leave their home because of um, that PTSD. It, it, it hits you. It, that'll hit you when you think this person, she wasn't able to leave. And now that she has a companion animal and a service animal, she can live a – normal life and you guys are trying to get uh, hopefully three yeah, more people to affect their lives. trying to get people to be aware of this great organization yeah they're, they're always looking for volunteers as well i mean they've got volunteers for their event they do a lot of social events a yeah. lot of events getting their name out there so people to staff those events talk about how about this be a cool idea for a volunteer job puppy socializer that sounds nice so if you love puppies and getting to know others in your community this is the perfect job for you getting puppies socialized i i, <laughs> I don't know good if, service dogs. i don't know if i've ever met someone who doesn't like puppies so your volunteer job is to play with puppies so that's a pretty good volunteer job but go to their website at uh, the malinoisfoundation.org and they can get more information on volunteering and helping or you can stop by our store on saturdays during this event and they'll be there as well very cool and uh, the other um you are also working with the sharing place and uh, they offer grief support for uh, young people as uh, they've uh, who have lost people who have served. So it's in any in any, in regard. any yeah in any it's in regard. any regard. So one in sixteen child one in sixteen kids loses a parent before they're eighteen years old, and there's not a lot of great places to support them. And so what these what they do at the sharing place is they provide a safe and caring environment for grieving kids and their families. So where they can be around people, they support it's ages three to eighteen that they have people and they do a group therapy sessions, 
kind of let these kids know that they're not alone, that there that there are other people going through what they're going through, and that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and they're going to be okay. And you uh, you guys were able to meet one of the kids who uh, uh-huh. is using this sharing place. Yep, we yep we had him at our event on Thursday. He kind of talked a little bit about his dad and how he lost his dad last year in a fire firefighting in California and. It's just what these guys will save these kids' lives and give mm-hmm. these kids hope and what they do. We actually, we, some of our employees have been lucky enough to go volunteer there and be in, in some of these sessions. And we've brought Blue with us oh, that's a, for, for the training session. That's perfect. Yeah. Blue is a certified, tra- he's a certified mm-hmm. therapy animal. So he goes and he provides these kids with a dog to play with. And, Very cool. But it's a great organization. What they do is pretty incredible. So what we're hoping with that is that our money can provide enough funding for them to support 60 more families. That uh, that that's amazing. I think these are two. And it's another organization that if you're out there and you want yeah. to volunteer, that they're take, they're looking for volunteers all the time. Yeah, and they'll uh, train you on how to do it. Whether it's coming in and helping in their their group grief group being a grief volunteer or just helping with events or money or whatever you want to do, they they're happy to ha- they're happy to find a, find a way you can help. So that's the that's the Malinois Foundation and the Sharing Place. Um, they are part of the uh, Subaru Share the Love event this year. And uh, any new car purchased for the next six weeks, uh, they will give money to these foundations. Also, if you go in for an oil filter or an oil change, every oil filter sold, $5 will go to these foundations. And uh, there's also the return of the love where if you do purchase, uh, if you come to the event in March, they're going to do a drawing and someone's going to get some money back on their new car. So not only can you do some good, get yourself into a great new vehicle, uh, you may get some money back as well. We're excited. We're, we're excited to see. One of the cool things I want is the visual I want is I want to see all these cars that help donate all this money to these charities. Drive back there. I wanted to see them come back and see what they gave. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is they're going to get a comeback and they're going to see us give away the checks of all the money they donated. Because it's essentially they donated the money. We didn't. Right. They bought the car. It's them putting the money towards it. So I want them to experience that love and that feeling. Yeah, I, I think that's fabulous, and uh, that'll be a very cool event. That'll be in March, you said. because yeah, in the past we've done these check presentations, and a lot of times we just do them privately. Right, we'll just yeah. go down to the organization and present the check. But I want to do a real more public thing so the people who actually gave the money can show their support. I think that's a great idea, and uh, uh, make sure you get out there. If you're looking to get into a new vehicle, go out. See uh, the Mark Miller Subarus at the Southtown and Midtown locations, yep. and you can be a part of something special. And, of course, Subaru USA, they're a part of this. I love that they, you guys work hand-in-hand hand with them as well as into our local community, which is a, a huge thing. So congratulations, first of all, on getting it launched again. $145 million over the last 11 years from this event in the, in the Subaru USA. That's a lot of cash. That's a lot of money. That's a lot that's of money. A, that's a lot of good that can yeah, get done. A lot of good that can get done. So make sure you get, also, like Jeff mentioned, these these places they need volunteers, and also you, they can use your donations as well. So really cool. Um, shifting gears here, Jeff. We had a call earlier, and she uh, didn't get to hear earlier about our our uh, winterfication as winter is coming and uh, uh, here in Salt Lake City. And uh, kind of some things we were going over, same, maybe some things to watch out for as you head into the winter months here in Salt Lake City and uh, what to avoid when it comes to um, car maintenance in the winter because there's not a worse time to have your car not working than when it's yeah. 10 degrees outside. Service winter conditions. Get your car serviced. Yep. The battery system is the biggest thing on it. Make sure that you've got a good battery on it. They can do a battery test at most, most shops. They'll do mm-hmm. a battery test for you. Um, cooling system, make sure you have enough antifreeze in your car. Make sure the right ratio is the coolant to water in that. I mean, that's a good one. Brakes, 
you want to your brakes become a lot lot more important when it's mm-hmm. icy and snowy out so make sure your brakes are good they're not low and they don't need to be replaced you want to recommend at least four or five 30 seconds on those brakes um then spark plugs wires just make sure that they're in good shape because you just want to make sure your car is in a place where it's not going to strand you somewhere when it's cold yep and also you know get it washed when yep. you're you know when it gets covered in salt that can do a lot of damage to the exterior of a car um, I've seen one here, Jeff, and uh, it says use the right oil, the right engine oil. Is there a difference in winter oils and summer oils, or no? Should we just not worry no, about I that? No, I wouldn't worry about okay. that. Okay. That one, I was just wondering, I wanted to ask you about that. So, a couple things, you know, and I have a little safety kit in your car, and uh, important to have a scraper. Ice scraper Ice and a brush. Ice scraper and a brush. For sure. And We joked earlier, don't be that person who and, cuts and a six-inch square in their windshield in the ice. And carry some jumper cables, too. Yes. I mean, just, it never hurts... You never know when you're going to be able to help yourself or maybe help others. Yes. Uh, I've been on both sides. I've had, I carry jumper cables, but I've had moments where for some reason I didn't have them in my car. And if you have jumper cables, go help somebody. Yeah, and like I'm just begging see, somebody. I'm like, yeah, you see anybody on the side of the road looking yeah. for it, go stop and give them help. Because guess what? You never know when you're going to be on the other side of that thing. Yeah. Pay it for it. comes back around for you, sure. You don't want people to just drive by you while you're freezing to death out there. Now, I was actually at the with Larry Miller. I was at the five. They did a five for the fight event. At the uh, practice arena last on Monday, and I was there, and they were talking about. It, and Gail spoke actually, and uh, Gail Miller was speaking about, it, and she's talking about one of the big moments in her life that encouraged all the charitable giving that they've gone was when they were very young, still in Colorado. Greg was a baby, so this is mid seventies before right. they had all the dealerships, and they were driving through Colorado in their car, and they ran out of gas in the middle oh, of nowhere man. with a eight with a nine month old baby in the back seat or something like that, and they were and. Larry tries to push, is trying to push the car back to get it over the hill so he can make it down to Rock Springs to right. get gas. And a gentleman stops on the side of the road who works the oil fields and had an oil uh, had a gas tank, filled his gas tank with car. And Larry and Larry and Gail told the told the guy and said, "Hey, let us follow you down to the gas station. We'll get that filled back up for you." And the guy gets back in his car and then two seconds later gets back out of the car and comes back to talk to him and says, "No, all I ask you to do is if you see someone in the same situation next time, you go help them." Amazing. And it's, that's affected, and you're talking about 40 years later, Gail Miller, who donates hundreds of millions of dollars to nonprofits, mm-hmm. is telling you that story. It makes a huge difference. Do do so much good that there's not enough good left in the world, or yeah, whatever they say. That's their, that's that's their, their thing, thing. Yeah. and uh, that that's a story that um, we've heard. And they do a great job. They, the Miller family, they're inspiring. Yeah. They, they've done so much for this community, and this community is such a better place because of Larry and Gail Miller. Yeah, so and that's a great story. So, like we're saying, have jumper cables and maybe help somebody out along the way. And you, you never know the effect you can have somebody. In 40 years, maybe you affect uh, someone like Gail Miller who's out there who can affect so much more yeah. in the world. So, And uh, this is a great transition. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Millers, I got to see some really cool cars at last the theater? week. At the theater, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, with Ford versus Ferrari coming out uh, this week. I heard week, about this. Um, they, I had no idea of this, but the Miller family and part of their collection, they have the original Fords that are featured in this movie, not replicas. They have the, the original, car. they have the cars that won Le Mans, the uh, GT40 that won that race, and then the Cobra that won the other two. They have them in their collection, and I got to see those cars in person, and that was very cool. Have you seen these cars? Did they let you drive it? No. <laughs> they didn't even let us pass the velvet rope, which <laughs> I asked, but they said no. 
That's funny. Yeah, but have you seen these cars? Yeah, I saw the pictures of them. Oh, man, that's incredible. It looks so cool. And uh, it's very cool that they have them as part of their collection, which I had no idea. Uh, and uh, it was cool to see Austin and I were there for the movie zone. And uh, we were just sitting there and we're like, man, this is a piece of American history that we're looking at. And, in fact, they're at um, the actual cars that are used in the movies that they built for the movies that Christian Bale drove. They're going to be selling these cars, the replica models now, at auction uh, to see how much money they can get out of those. So That's cool. But I'd rather have the originals. Yeah, you got to get the originals. And they look amazing. They still look like they are they could drive 200 miles an hour. for. Well, now they run. <laughs> I did. I asked them to fire up the engine. They wouldn't do it. So. Just for show? Yeah, just for show. I think they just kind of roll them in and then roll them back out. But that was a cr- pretty cool experience. To uh, as, as a car guy, I, I just like cars, just kind of to look at them. And uh, even if they're sometimes even the oldest beater car, I'm like, oh, okay. It's kind of, kind of an interesting little car. A little, or like a Messerschmitt that has one seat mm-hmm. and three wheels, and you sit six inches off the ground and you go 28 miles an hour. Like, <laughs> I think those are cool little cars, too. So uh, it was really cool to see something like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, got to give a shout-out to our former co-host, Tom Barberi. Okay. Who uh, posted on Facebook yesterday. So still out, still out there, still, still as fiery as ever. Posted, go Utes. And in the comments, they asked someone asked him for the prediction. Guess what his prediction was? What was it? Utah by five. Utah by. You Trust said me. that. Yes. <laughs> Utah by that. five. Trust me. That's that's his line. His line's always been Utah by five. Trust me. That's a, that's his prediction. His prediction for any Utah game is Utah by five. I think you and I are thinking that they're going to win by a little more than five. I think most people are thinking they're going to win by a lot more than yeah. five. But want to give a shout out to Tom. Hope he's doing great. We miss him out here. So. Yeah. Shout out to Tom. He. Uh, I, I a produced legend. this. Yeah, he's a legend. a legend. I produced this show years ago in, uh, with Tom, and uh, we used to have a great time. Yeah. So I'm glad he's doing well. He said, "Go Utes." Uh, Jeff's in his Utes gear now. He's ready for the game tonight. He hates UCLA. I do hate UCLA. I was trained as a USC alumni to hate UCLA as much as I was trained as a Utah fan to hate BYU. What's that rivalry like? It's USC UCLA compared more to- than Utah BYU. Really? Yeah, it's. That's a fiery rivalry. Interesting. Still these days? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's still pretty. They do. A, it's basically they do a whole week. It's like it is here during that where it's rivalry week. Now, how close is uh, are the campuses to each other? Twelve miles. Twelve miles. Okay, yeah. so that's pretty close. Ten or twelve miles. That's a lot of interaction. Now, the hard part for UCLA is that they don't have a football stadium on campus. Yeah, Rose Bowl they is playing Pasadena, campus, which is yeah. like an hour. Like it can be a forty-five minute to an hour drive from from Westwood. That's so weird to me. Yeah, there's just there's no place for a football stadium, so they don't there's no football stadium for UCLA, so they don't have an on-campus football stadium like USC, you can walk you walk to the Coliseum right. from campus. Yeah. As a college kid, that's one of the uh, Yeah, that's the fun part, right? The fun part I remember in college is walking from the dorms down to the football stadium. So I think at UCLA, I think they bus everybody up there, but that's just not nearly as cool. N- not nearly as cool. Yeah. So uh Jeff as a noted UCLA hater, he will say Go Utes today. I, and I, I think it's a three-touchdown win. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a blowout my for predi- sure. My prediction on it, we'll go with, we'll go with 38-14. Yep. Oh, all right. I like it. All right, 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE, and uh, you can get on the show. Uh, we're, we're asking for your winter driving stories. Anytime you've been scared driving in the winter uh, or something happened. We had a call earlier, Ben. Uh, tell us about his friend who uh, was going slow to not crash. Somebody honked at him, went around him, and, uh, you know, found himself spinning out and crashing into the barrier. 
and a little bit of little gratification there in that. And uh, Ann called in earlier as well. You can get on the list. If you call in, you will be entered to win an MM Direct Pass. Uh, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. And uh, Jeff, kind of what does the MM Direct Pass give you? So what MM Direct does is going to give you an oil change, just a standard oil change on a, on any car will do. But we'll, the MM Direct, we will do a pickup and a drop-off on your car within 20 miles of the store. So we'll come get it and bring the car back after the oil change is done. Sounds like a great deal. Yeah. You can just sit at home while they go do all the work for you. That's the plan. So call in. You can get on the list. and You may, you may get out of here with a... MM Direct Pass, which is a pretty cool thing. Uh, we're also talking a little bit about Share the Love, the Malinois Foundation, and sharing place that Mark Miller Subaru are working with. Uh, the Malinois Foundation tries to get service animals for veterans, and the sharing place provides grief support for uh, children who have lost a parent. One in 16 children under the age of 18 loses a parent, um, and uh, that, that just that just that hurts your heart to think about that. And uh, they provide that grief counseling. They do group group uh, sessions, and uh, uh, that's just a great event, a great foundation as well. So those are the two that they are working with this year uh, locally here in Utah. I'm uh, coming up on the other side. We'll have more on the Utah Car Science. Get on the phone lines, and uh, we will get you on the show. We want to hear your stories about driving in the winter. We'll get one of Jeff's as well. I'm sure he's got a couple in there. Uh, some scary moments, especially coming to Utah. Well, for sure. Yeah, so uh, we'll get into that as well. A lot more coming up here on Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru here on the Zone Sports Network. You know what? I'm excited. Put me on the excited train. And I find Andy Cohen funny, so he's fun to watch. Yeah, I think it'll be funny. That will be. Uh, thanks for that breaking news, Jeff. Yeah, it never hurts to bring more publicity to Salt Lake City. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> Like I said, any... That's why I love the movie zone because Austin and I we always talk about local films because we want people to recognize. So now you have a local TV show. Yes, hopefully you know what. Right? Let's go behind the scenes. Yeah, behind real the scenes of the Real Housewives. You can bring them onto the movie can't show. believe that. Yep, I can't believe it either. Real it should, Housewives of SLC should be pretty fun. So, uh, so, so where else? Is, like, so they've done Atlanta. So they've got, here, here we go. Here's a whole list of this. They've gone Real Housewives of Auckland. They did Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Of that Cheshire, one makes Okay. Of DC. Of Melbourne, of Miami, of New York City, and the Potomac. So that's Virginia. The Potomac. Real Housewives of the Potomac. There's some big houses out there. But right on the. So I mean, that's pretty good company to be. Yes, in. Those are it some is. Big, those are some big areas. I would say that they nailed it in the least expecting. All right. No, <laughs> there's no one's like. Wait, it's Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, like Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City. Yeah, it'll be interesting. The, that'll be fun. So uh, stay tuned. Bravo Network bringing you Real Housewives. Yeah, I mean, the odds are they're, they're doing it now. Cause my guess is they'll start filming in the next few weeks. Yep. And then it'll go film through January, February, because my guess is that the highlights will be Sundance. Right. You're totally right, right? about that. So yes. they're timing it around Sundance. Mm-hmm. And then it'll probably launch in the spring, is my guess. So maybe some celebrity sightings on the show? Oh, I'm sure there are, especially in Sundance. Yes. So uh, stay tuned. We will be uh, next. Uh, it come January. We'll be broadcasting uh, on the show. Yes. If we'll be, uh, we'll be Andy Cohen on. If if I <laughs> fill in in uh, the next couple months after it started, you and I will we'll do a whole se- whole whole segment divide, devoted to uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. How about we get back to that? And it's on Bravo, right? Yep. So Bravo Network should be pretty fun. All right, Jeff, a uh, couple minutes here left in the show. I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Motor Trend, they have um, put the 2020 Subaru Legacy as a Car of the Year finalist. 
Which is awesome. Which is awesome. It's a great car. I mean, it's, so the interesting thing is that with it's the car of the year is a really interesting club that you're getting yourself put into because the car cars have gone down so much in the last three or four years. I mean, the market for Camry and Accord. And, yeah. And that market's always been dominated so much by the Accord. Right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how Subaru stacks up. That I know the new that new Subaru Legacy sedan is an incredible car. I mean, it, the stability, the ride on it, it drives like a fifty thousand dollar car as far as the ride on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the only generally the downsides people give to it is that they that they could. It's always been known as being bland. Yeah, I mean, it's just the bland sign. Even the motor trend says bland, anonymous styling. That it's just. It's just a car that's there, but I think they, I think they did a nice job on the redesign on it. The interior on it's incredible now. If you haven't seen the new interior of the Legacy, it's, it's like a Tesla. It's got a 11-inch touchscreen that covers the entire front of it. Gorgeous. They've really improved the trim pieces to be a lot more high-quality material. Yeah, that touchscreen is huge. Yeah. It looks nice, but it doesn't look like you know it's the ones I've I I like these ones that are kind of built more into the dash. Yeah, it's not like overwhelming. Yeah. It's like sticking out. Yeah, it's like, not it's like, like a, it's not like it's an iPad hooked onto your right. car. Like this one's integrated into the dash. Yeah, so I, I like how that looks. And you know, this uh, uh, one reviewer, um, I lost. Oh, he said he uh, he can't stop being impressed by the suspension and ride quality that the Legacy has. It rides better than most luxury cars. So for if they say a bland car, or whatever, at least you're. At least you're getting a, a ride that uh, will compare to some. Uh, oh, that luxury. question. I mean, that car drives so nice. It's got the, the new, the new next generation eyesight system as well. So the new eyesight system that does vehicle tracking. So not only will it keep you in your lanes, but as you go around turns, it tracks the car in front of you and follows the car really? around a turn. Interesting. It's really neat. So that so if you're on a street where you don't have lane things, it'll still follow the car in front of you. Oh, interesting. That's cool. And uh, is that pretty new to the industry, or is that? The, that generation on the eyesight is is newer to the industry. Very cool. Sure. So uh, that's something we'll keep an eye on because uh, you know Subaru in the running for Motor Trends Car of the Year, uh, the redesigned midsize sedan, and it's a 2020 Car of the Year finals. So yep. we'll keep an eye on that. That's kind of cool, especially yeah, when sure. you see a car you're selling. So um, let's get back out to the phone lines. We've got our guy Rick on the line. Rick, how are you? statement and two stories. All right. I'm a little late getting back to you, but I couldn't about Wyoming. Okay. It doesn't snow in Wyoming anymore. It just blows that stuff around <laughs> all the time. It's just continually blowing. <laughs> so you don't get it's a lot a of snowstorms. It just brings it in so for you. I lived in Boulder and I lived in Salt Lake back and forth. So one Thanksgiving, we're going to come to, Bol- uh, to Salt Lake. And it's it's kind of wonderful in Boulder. We're coming it's here, and and then just as you turn around the corner, there was a blizzard, and the sign there says, and I think it might still be there, "Welcome to Wild Wyoming." <laughs> well, we that's... ended up going home and coming back the next year, and bought a car. And I don't know if you really are aware of this international harvester. It's a hunk of a car. So we start home in this blizzard, and there's all these big trucks off the side of the road, and we just keep traveling along, and we keep hearing this dingling, and we don't know what it is. But we finally get someplace close to Fort Collins and turn off the road to see what we might have. My son's, by the way, throwing up all the way on the home. Oh, great. (laughs) And we get out and pull the hubcap, and all of the... 
nuts have come off the, the wheel. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we had to put them all back on, but that was... That car got me 10 miles to the gallon, but it got me home. Hey, that's pretty. Hey, that's all you want. <laughs> got your home. When, uh, <laughs> does, does anybody know about the International Harvester four-wheel drive? I, I don't. I hadn't heard of that car. Is it a truck? It's it's like a uh, SUV, but... Uh, it, but it got you you'd there, have huh? to You'd have to get out and set the wheels on it. You know, it uh-huh. wasn't automatic. But it... it that thing could go anywhere. In other words, International Harvester was a farm equipment company. Okay. But they made this truck. What year was yours? 1973. Okay, so I've got some. I've got some pictures up in front of me. Yeah, that looked. That was a hunk of a car, like you said. <laughs> That's a whole lot of car. And when they raised the gas gas from fifty cents a gallon to seventy five cents, I sold it. <laughs> Now, <laughs> that's smart anyway, I, I just thought yeah, that was a funny story. Well, thank you for the call, Rick. We appreciate it. <laughs> you bet. Awesome. Yeah, sometimes if you take, hey, 10 miles, like you said, it got him home. 10 miles to the home. gallon and 50 cents a gallon. Man, miss those days. Totally, right? Could we get back to those days? I don't think we've ever exhibited those I, days. I'm looking at these uh, international harvesters. It's a cool looking truck. Kind of reminds me of just, you know, a 70s truck, but it's big. Yeah. Well, international, they still make big semi-car, semi-trucks and yeah. things like that. They're still around, but they don't make mainstream cars anymore. Very cool. So, hey, Rick, thanks for the call. Uh, if you want to get on the show, we've got a few minutes left here. 855-340-ZONE, and uh, we'll get, we can still get you in the running for that MM Direct Pass, and uh, it'll get you a free oil change. Speaking of gas prices, we haven't checked gas prices. Let's do it. Let's, let's look at the gas prices. I've price. noticed they've gone up a little bit around town. Probably 10 or so cents. They stayed pretty consistent yeah. the last little bit is the interesting thing. Let's look, yeah. at the Salt, look at the Salt Lake City average. So right now, the average gas price in Salt Lake City is somewhere around two ninety a gallon for a regular mm-hmm. gas. Yeah. National price is at two sixty one, which is interesting because over the last two months, national prices have stayed pretty consistent in that two sixty to two sixty five range, but local prices have gone from two sixty five up to two ninety five. We've never really been able to figure out that trend. Yeah, it's on it's, why we spike and why we go back and forth. It's just a really weird delay on pricing. I've also I've often wondered about that, especially so, you know for me, ten cents difference in per gallon is a big difference. Is a really big difference. And uh, right now it's thirty. Thirty or even thirty cents, and All you right. you notice that really quickly when you're at the gas pump. So, and I, I think the old the the old adage in when you live in the Salt Lake area is, well, we've got the refineries right over there. How can we pay so much money? It's not about the transportation. Transportation's right. cheap. Yes, exactly. So, uh, But the the trends have been interesting for sure. And 290 I remember a couple weeks ago, it was yeah. sub 270 The interesting thing about that gas price, that's not that far away from our five-year high. Hmm. The five-year high in Salt Lake City is 319 It's the highest prices I've ever gotten in the last five years. Really? So we're not that That's far high. from that. No, nope, we're really not. I was I was wondering how uh, that was in May. Yeah, and you you never know how like worldwide things will affect you at the gas pump. And I was kind of scared that it was going to go way up a couple months ago, but uh, uh, you know, not not quite the five year high, but twenty cents under it. Could which be, is it could be worse. It could it's be four dollars and two cents in, t- in Los Angeles. What is it in Hawaii? That's where it's really expensive. Hawaii is always the, ho- the highest. 
Let's see. I'm North of five, probably. Honolulu. No, it's less. Three oh. fi- 350 a gallon wow. in Honolulu right now. That's not too bad. Uh, California is always the highest because they have so high gas taxes. Ah, yes. So it makes it very, very expensive. San Francisco is usually even higher. Yeah, San Francisco is 420 a gallon right now. Five-year high. Imagine spending 420 a gallon and then sitting in traffic jams for three hours every day. Right. Would you just feel like you're just sitting in your car and just burning money away? Now, do you know, uh, at least here we get to drive. We peaked around 9-11. Yep. That's sort of the, the peak of gas prices around 9-11. We got up to clo- pretty close to $4 a gallon mm. nationwide. And by about that stayed up and down quite a bit until we dropped pretty heavily in the mid-2015 area. And then so yeah, that it was, hasn't climbed too bad since then. I was going to ask, the cheapest it's gone down in the last couple couple decades was 2015? Cheapest, cheapest gas has become in Salt Lake City in the last 10 years is in January of 2016. It dropped to $1.58 a gallon. Ugh. Bring that back. I would take that. Cheapest in the last... Two years was in February of last year. We dropped down to two dollars a gallon. I'll take that even. And then in the next five months, went from two dollars a gallon. I guess that'd have been 2019. So that would have been February this year. We were two thousand. We were two dollars a gallon. So almost a year ago. Between February and May, we went from two dollars and three cents to three dollars and nineteen cents in Salt Lake in five months. Wow. It's a crazy spike. That is a crazy spike. I wonder what goes into that. I would love yeah. to talk to someone who, even just like prices. a even like just like a station owner, yeah. like a gas station owner, because they obviously have to go with what the market is. So uh, it's interesting stuff. All right, back out to the phone lines. We've got Kyle on the line. Kyle, how are you? Welcome to the show. I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me on. Um, so here's an interesting, probably not a very safe, uh, funny driving story. Okay. So in high school, I was working at a little grocery store, and I drove a, a 1970 F100 truck with just rear-wheel drive. Right. Uh, my dad was meeting me at my the grocery store I was working at, and we were driving home, and we lived up in Cottonwood Heights. Uh, and to get from... 6200 south to 7800 south on the east side there's nothing but hills to go up there Mm -hmm. um so we had sandbags in the back of the truck to weigh it down a little bit but none of the hills were letting us get up there uh we didn't have the best traction on the tires so what we did instead is we i ripped open the sandbags on each side, I stood in the back of the truck and I would throw a handful of sand in front of the rear tire on the one side and then the other side as we went all the way up the hill. <laughs> oh my goodness. How long did that take? Uh, it took about a half hour to get up the hill on, uh, I can't remember which hill we were on. We were on the hill on 2300 East oh my by Reams. So uh, it took about a half hour to get up the hill, <laughs> but we made it. We made wow. it home. <laughs> that's a great story. <laughs> that is crazy. And that's not an easy street right there. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I got my exercise just going from side to side on right. the truck and throwing this sand. <laughs> and that, so. that uh, 1970 F100, that's just a classic-looking truck. I bet that was kind of Yeah, it was, uh, it was it was three-tone because it was white, brown, and primer gray. All right, it was, all right. It was beautiful. Oh, yep. cool. Yeah. Wow, I bet that was a hard one to say goodbye to. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, cool. Well, th- <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for the story, Kyle. That's it. That's fun. Hey. Like we said about, you know, Rick, he said, I got 10 miles an hour to get home. Kyle had to throw some sand under the tires to get home. 
That's funny. That's a great story. It is a good story. Well, we appreciate everybody. For sure. Should we pick a winner? Let's pick a winner. Okay, we got five. We got Ben and Casey, Rick, and Kyle. So I got numbers on all of them. Pick a number one to five. Let's go three. So three. So three, we got Anne. 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 From, from South Dakota. She, she was originally from. Talked about all the winterizing stuff. Yes. So Anne's yeah. our winner. So if you contact our, our Midtown store, they'll hook you up with that package. All right, Anne. So call them down there at Midtown, and they will get you set up with that. Um, great stories, though, today. Appreciate, you know, Kyle just gave us a story of throwing sand under the tires. Casey talked about... Uh, getting out, everyone out of the cars and helping their fellow man get through a winter storm. That's yeah, good show. If it starts snowing out there, be careful out yeah, there yeah, before be- we get back on this thing. And Adrian, thanks for filling in. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me fill in. Uh, hopefully I'll get to in the future at some point. And uh, don't forget, the Share the Love event is on at Subaru, at Mark Miller Subaru. Just started on Thursday. If you purchase a car, they will. Uh, part of the proceeds will go to the Malinois Foundation, the sharing place. Malinois Foundation provides service animals for veterans. They're trying to get hopefully three animals to uh, out there to help military veterans out. And the Sharing Place, which provides grief support for uh, children who have lost a parent. One in 16 kids under the age of 18 loses a parent. And uh, that's really that's hard to hear. Uh, so if you purchase a car or if you go in for an oil change, every oil filter sold, $5 will go to those as well. And then if you did purchase a new car, at the end of the at the event in March, when they give away the uh, checks to these foundations, they'll be drawing a random winner, and uh, they'll get some money back for their purchase. Yeah, for so. sure. And any questions you have on that or anything else, any issues in the car industry, you can always contact me at my email, Jeff Jeff M at markmiller.com, or either one of our locations, 35th South and State or 109th and South State in the Southtown Automall. So make sure you check them out at Mark Miller Subaru and contact Jeff if you need anything. So with that, we'll say goodbye and. Uh, Big thanks to Jeff Miller, Eric Behind the Glass. I'm Andrew Leiser saying see you next week here on Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru on the Zone Sports Network.